Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read a page of The Wise Man's Fear and then we discuss it. This is page 683. I nodded. Did you ask of it? But before I could answer, she gave a quiet, despairing cry and rushed to me. She began to run her hands over my body as if searching for wounds. After a minute of this, she shook my face in her hands and looked into my eyes as if frightened of what she might find there. Are you well? Her concern brought a faint smile to my lips. I began to assure her that I was fine. Then I remembered the things the Cathay had said. I remembered the fires and the man with ink-black eyes. I thought of Denna sprawled on the floor with a mouthful of blood. Tears came to my eyes and I choked. I turned away and shook my head, eyes clenched shut and unable to speak. She stroked the back of my neck and said, All is well. The hurt will go. It has not bit you, and your eyes are clear, so all is well. I pulled away from her, enough to look her in the face. My eyes, the things the Cathay says, can leave men broken in their heads. But I would see it if it were so. You are still my Quoth, still my sweet poet. She leaned forward, oddly hesitant, then gave me a gentle kiss on my forehead. It lies to men and drives them mad? She shook her head slowly. The Cathay does not lie. It has the gift of seeing, but it only tells things to hurt men. Only a Dennerling would speak to the Cathay. She touched the side of my neck to soften her words. I nodded, knowing it to be the truth, and I began to cry. That's the page and the chapter, and I've been Nick. It's a, I, so this reaction from Fillerian, which is like, you're fine, you didn't get bit, and your eyes aren't messed up, everything is fine, is in stark contrast to what comes in the next chapter when Bast flips his lid. So I think I alluded to this on the previous page, but I'm not sure what we should make of this. Is Bast misinformed about the seriousness of the Cathay, or is Fillerian not taking it seriously? I think Bast is... I'm more inclined to believe Fillerian than Bast about the, the Cathay. Bast is a likely younger Faye? Yeah, he's he comes off as younger and more inexperienced. And I feel like maybe just things feel more intense for Bast due to his youth. Well, and he also... He doesn't... He's not as old as Fillerian because, like... There are there are things that happen in the story where where Bast goes like oh I didn't know that or like that's I didn't know that that was a true thing about the world where like Fillerian is a dispenser of secret knowledge not a not a receiver of it so I think we can assume that like Bath I think we can assume that Fillerian has perhaps encountered the Cathay before and Bast has not what Bast knows about the Fuller about the Cathay comes from stories. And like mm-hmm. they are deeply felt, deeply held stories, and they're probably more true than any mortal story about the Cathay. But we already know that the the Fae tell you know tall tales to their children just like we do. So you know, and but or and but Bass doesn't say anything to my knowledge about being bit, uh, and Fulurian seems extremely concerned about looking for a bite. Mm-hmm. So there's there's maybe Fulurian is has privy to some truth about it that doesn't make it to the stories. Maybe it's like a um like a metaphorical bite. I don't know. Oh, maybe like if you. I think she's influence... checking just to see if if he's wounded in general. But I feel like the bite might be a metaphorical bite. Like a metaphor for being under its influence. Yeah. Yeah, but... I mean, 
I guess the implication to me is like it can do a lot of damage from talking to you, but if it gets its claws into you or whatever, it can do so much worse. Uh, and that's probably why there are those those fae whose job it is to keep people from like getting close enough to the tree that it can get you, right? And that's what she's checking for, right? Like, okay, it talked to you, and that could be enough to drive you crazy, but your eyes aren't cloudy and there's no bite, so the worst thing that I can imagine have ha- having happened to you hasn't happened. So you'll, you know, it could be worse than this. But I wonder if those facts have been garbled in the stories that the Fae tell their children. So when Bast hears this, Bast thinks that talking to the Faluri, to the, to the Cathay, my God, why, what is wrong with me? Bast <laughs> thinks that talking to the Cathay is the worst thing that could happen and will produce the worst outcome. He doesn't know about the biting or the cloudy eyes, right? Which implies that it's doing something more than just telling you unpleasant truths. Uh, ooh, uh, cloudy eyes. You just said something interesting. Who do we know who has cloudy eyes? Cinder, because they're Cinder, black. my dude. I'm trying, like, we, we've definitely I don't know that seen... cloudy is the same as black. Well, yeah, we don't is. know about clouds, right? I mean, you just said that to me, and it made me think. Because, like, she was checking the eyes, and I was thinking, well, we've definitely seen people, creatures, with changing eyes. But who do we know who has eyes that are way off? Um, that's, and who uh, has met the Cathay potentially based on what they said yeah yeah so maybe right like we we don't have any reason for the black eyes outside of yeah the, we i don't think there's any other indication anywhere in the story about like someone's eyes turning fully black except for this moment where Philorian's looking for some sign in both eyes, and like his eyes change color we know that so that's not what she's looking for yeah i don't know yeah, to think I, on. I also don't know. That's an interesting idea. That's again, that's one of those things. Just like if it turned out later that Cinder's encounter with the fa- with the Cathay is what turned his eyes black, that would be an interesting little little point. Cool. Okay. Uh, I have uh, one more note. If you guys are done, but... I have one more small thought, okay. and that's the the way Florian refers to Dennerling. I've always taken Dennerling to be like a kind of goblin creature or something like that is that what florian's using it to mean because i kind of also take it in this context to mean like a child like a foolish child but maybe she means like only a something you know maybe like only a barbarian or something like that would speak to the cathay i i think it means both a species of fey goblin monster thing but that species of fey goblin monster thing is known to be not particularly bright so you can also use it to refer to someone who's not particularly bright that works for me. Reasonable. All right, Jordana. Right. All right. This chapter was called uh, the Cathay. So, you know. What do you think that means? Uh, oh, I couldn't guess. It's so difficult to figure out what the entire chapter was about. Quoth meeting. Wow, there's no <laughs> need for sarcasm, Jordana. My there God. is. <laughs> there's always need for sarcasm. Did we talk about the etymology of Cathay? No. I don't have a ton to say about it, except that it it um, evokes Chthonian and mm. Cthulhu and kind of Lovecraft uh, names. Yeah. Chthonian meaning like of the earth, originating in the earth. Yeah. And then, you know, the the A sound is, you know, reminds me of Fey mm-hmm. and things like that. But it, it does, to me, speak to being like a much like the way I think of Felurian as like an elemental or a foundational 
being in touch with and part of the nature of the world. I think of the Cathay kind of in the same terms as something that cannot be killed, something that exists and possibly has to exist, but, uh, you know, possessed of, of great malevolence. Yeah. It's a good uh, word. It's a good imaginary word. Rothfuss did a good job making this up. Mm -hmm. It's, it's fun to say it's fun to read a masterful word. Indeed. And we will be back with more things that are fun to read and say on tomorrow's page of the wind. wind.